Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. Oh, dudes, I am dragging ass today what? i'm gonna need a little help from my bros i'm gonna need some some rock and warm-up music <sighs> oh shit to get me in the mood to podcast Welcome to the Grolic Saves the Fucking World. I'm Adam Caton Holland. My name and is Let me ben tell you Roy. something. Before I even get to introducing these guys, I gotta say, if you don't have two friends like this in your life, go out there and get them. They'll pick you up when you're down, and they'll just rock you through their fucking mouth. Oh, oh. Andrew, again! I'm Andrew Orbital. I'm Ben Roy. That's a mid. That's a mid open riff. Tune down. You don't hear that a lot. A lot of people not don't lot, reach over. A lot of <laughs> Drop F. All right. <laughs> I am so ready to gather in crowds again to feel the force of that in person. You know oh. what I mean? <laughs> oh, when, when Let's you... talk about how tired Adam is. It's the <laughs> elephant that just walked through the window. Uh, yep. Adam, and you're tired today. What yeah, happened? I am, and I I resent that you got Ben said, "Hey, did you get into the IPAs and '90s music videos?" No, but just that a is sleepless what night. Get into. I mean, in Ben's defense, that was a that's very usually good guess. what the cause is. You're like <laughs> not hungover, just tired, dudes. Just tired. you just asleep. had a restless night. Yeah, I, I tried to I shut her down. The brain kept going. And I, I was up for hours. I know. Oh, those are the worst. When your yeah. anxiety goes, or just your brain is doing is circles. And you know, as soon as you fall asleep, a marching band in your head. But yeah, like a like a dust bowl circus rolling through town, and I had to look at all the sad figures in every car. <laughs> oh, you don't well, have any. You don't have any insomnia techniques. You don't. Some people. You know what works for me is you get up and you're like, well, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to get up and I'm going to watch a movie in the other room. And then my brain's like, no, I'm exhausted. Like, let's go to sleep. You know oh, how so that you, works? Torm you torment your brain with offers that you know you're not going to take? <laughs> you no, just I, just I just like out bluff my brain. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to lay in bed awake all night? Well, then guess what? We're going to go get to work on the computer, dipshit. And I'll get up. And then my brain's like, no, 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 no. I, I just wanted to stay awake a... if you were going to be like worrying about stuff. Uh, no, we can go to bed. You and your brain are like an old married couple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're pretty much stuck together. Hopefully for life, I guess. Andrew's like, oh, you don't want to sleep then? I guess I'm playing taps and it's time for basic training right now. Okay, yep. okay, I'll sleep. I love, I love the idea of you um, just... Like cock blocking your own sleep with a movie, uh, that's pretty cool. I call it block blocking. That's block cool. blocking. Block blocking. I'm, I kind of I make fun, but I'm the same way. I was having conversations in my head, like I'd run through scenarios of things I need to do or this and that that's keeping me up, just checklists and shit. And then I uh, go in my head, I'd be like, "Stop! What are you doing? Stop thinking. Go to bed." Like you'd have this sort of like parent scolding your brain in your head. I found but, uh, that trying to jo. On your stomach is a good way to fall right asleep. It puts, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> you just, what? You you're, just talking about go, you're talking about juicing out? Yeah. No, you try to J.O. You try to jerk yourself. Try to, try to get, you know what I mean? But you do it when you're on your stomach. Makes me foggy. And so you fall asleep <laughs> in the middle of it? Is this the, yeah. is that what? Like real wow. sex. Wait, wow. you're, trying gack, <laughs> you're trying to gack on your stomach or you're lying on your stomach? Jerking in like I lay on my stomach, just face down in the mattress, like yeah. like you're a Catholic day school. That's Jesus. a lot of forearm force, <laughs> exactly, and it tires my arms out, mm -hmm. and I and I go right to sleep. I sleep like a baby. All right, well, I'll try that next time. Didn't work for me last night. I didn't even think of it last night, so I now I got that. 
Well, I can either have a schizophrenic argument with my head, or I can J-O stomach down. <laughs> Thanks, dudes. That's what we're here for, baby! Anyway. Triple picking. <clears throat> Any when the, mouth, when the different... mouth rock is that good, I don't care about the advice. I'll tell you we... that right now. We had a different challenge in mind for this episode, but I'm. What if we just call an audible? What yeah, if we I, have a I, challenge, I think... a sleep challenge to get quality sleep <laughs> for. Haven't we done that? Eight before? hours a night. Did we? Yeah. No, we did a dream journal. No, we did a sleep challenge uh, where we all. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I love your audible <laughs> going to an episode we already did. But we're we going to play that episode, Ron. If Let's you can cue up the furious, if you can cue up an episode. Wait, wait, wait! And the best part about this is that we, Adam and I, had to. I couldn't nap. Adam oh, had yeah. to nap. You had to get a, get eight hours sleep. That was your particular right. challenge. Oh, I forgot. Uh, and I guess you I didn't need to get more it. sleep. I haven't been sleeping great myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember, you didn't do that challenge. You just stayed up playing video games. I, d- I did it some. I didn't. I I didn't do it the first night but, or two. But I but I do like the idea of doing an audible. And I have an idea in mind that I would like to present as a challenge. And I think it's a simple one. But I also think it's an important one. Um, as as someone who is an alcoholic. Hi, my name is Ben Roy. I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober. No, ben, we were having Don't so much fun. May 23rd of 2010. I've uh, been sober. And, congratulations. Um, wow. And really? Since 2010? Wow. Yeah, 10 years. Um, uh, I just passed my 10-year sobriety mark. But That's not, awesome. But I... Uh, going through the steps of of like getting sober, number eight is uh, one that I think everyone should do, which is to make amends and apologize for things that you did to people in the past, uh, things that you've carried around, perhaps uh, feeling guilt about that you never got a chance to tell the person. And I think what we should do is tell our listeners instead of actually <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people that are listening to this something that we wished we had apologized for somebody for. Kind of get it off our chest. Uh, and uh, I and thought you were going to say stop drinking. And I was like, I have a, Katie and I are going to dinner on Thursday. I haven't been out in so long. I'm going to a greenhouse and I'm drinking and fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to pass out to wow, Supersonic's last call like a on, uh, on a full yeah. loop. <laughs> like a closing uh, time. Closing yeah. Oh, time. it's called closing time. It's yeah. not called last call. And no. it's semi-sonic. Uh, Andrew, is there yeah. anything you'd like to say? Because Ben is pissing me the fuck off. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Man, we are firing uh, on all cylinders. We are just crushing this episode. I've already pitched a challenge that already existed. Ben can't remember <laughs> one of the seminal one-hit wonders of whatever decade that song came out in. I have a new pitch that we try to recognize signs of early onset dementia among ourselves. You think me not knowing the difference between the, a shitty band, Semisonic, and, and the, the Seattle, Seattle Supersonics, who became the OKC Thunder? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a huge difference. Do you think that that's a warning sign? Do you think that that's a warning sign on the road of. I didn't like that fucking band. Fuck that band. Fuck that stupid song. Sean and, Kemp singing Closing Time is one yeah. of my favorite. One of the best sports <laughs> memories. Walking through the arena while they're turning off the lights. Yeah, it paired up perfectly. So, so I, I know mine is going to be uh, likely related to uh, to drinking, and because I drank, I've spent. Uh, quite a few years apologizing to people for how I behaved when I drank. As you both know, I was a little unruly. Mm, yes. uh, do you guys, have you ever, like, uh, are there things that come to mind? Or, mm. I mean, have well, you I, ever done something like this? Let me just understand the parameters of the challenge real quick. So it's like when you go through AA, or, or I assume, or some sort of recovery, you have to apologize to people for ways that you misbehave. Uh-huh. And so your challenge is like, we could get something off of our chest, but we don't have to like go to that person. We no, can just I just let think it out we here. come here. We'll take a quick break. We come back here 
and and we uh, you know get something off our chest. Get, give yourself a second to uh, give yourself a little bit, whatever time we need uh, to uh, to think of that thing that maybe we've kind of always wanted to apologize to somebody for in our past, but we we didn't get a chance to. And I think it's healthy, and I also think it's good for us to talk about it. these I'll, things. And it's like a beautiful our, anonymous without Chris Gethard. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not anonymous. Drinking related. <laughs> Or um, no, just anything. I mean, just anything. I mean, anything that you felt uh, as if. Uh, have you guys ever done anything like this before? Have I've you never ever done anything wrong to anybody? So it's going to be a weird challenge for me. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I, I can read find something. <laughs> the art of the deal. When I was a very impressionable young man by Donald J. Trump, and he said never apologize, and I just kind of ran with that. Um, um, no, no, I mean, I mean, gosh, I, yeah. There's just a luxurious museum for me to tour of regrets. To I know choose, exactly. Choose the painting. Certainly. to take off the wall here. <laughs> <clears throat> I've certainly got hat in hand and apologize to people, but I don't know. I think it was because I got in trouble or got caught. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there are a lot of things. I mean, I'm the same way. I, this is, uh, there's plenty to choose from the, the, this is a Costco of regrets that I've been managing <laughs> for, uh, Dude, for quite the big some 12 time. pack of regrets. Yeah. You're gonna, big cart. you don't want to keep the, coming back for the regrets. So yeah, fill it up. I got a 30 count of re- soft plied regrets. Are there geriatrics uh, <laughs> on every aisle giving you a sample of regrets? But like maybe you didn't think about, like maybe you didn't realize that it was regret until they're like, come over here and taste this memory. That Remember one is particularly in fourth grade bitter. when you pushed that girl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate that you think I was already drinking and pushing people downstairs in fourth grade. You don't need to drink um, to push somebody down the stairs in fourth grade. No way, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no Andrew. Way. Well, I'm looking forward to Andrew's. I will, I want to say this, too. Uh, Andrew uh, could be a dark horse on this one. Once again, and- do you know what I mean? Like Andrew, Andrew was a fucking maniac yeah. for years. <laughs> People don't realize that because he's like a nice, sweet, vegan esque demeanor. Not vegan he's at been all, a ve- but. I know, cool. but you've been a vegan before. And so I, I, I think people... I think people vegan-esque being, demeanor is one of the meanest ways well, you can describe someone, by the way. I, uh, being vegan is cool and fine, but vegan-esque demeanor when you're it not is, a vegan? It is, because once oh. you're vegan, it's like the Marines. You're a vegan for life. Tempe yeah, you got that vegan you know tattoo I mean? on your Tempe forearm. Fi. Wait, let's, let's back up so that the joke gets its due. <laughs> Tempe Fi. Tempe Fi, dude. You oh. don't know. Boy, wow. That may be the worst pun on the entire podcast that we've done the entire time. I love it. I love it. Tempe Uh, Fry. Tempe Fry. Yeah, you guys don't know. Uh, Andrew took the oath. And once you're in the vegan club, but I, I, it was a, it was a fucking fast cash <laughs> vegan restaurant bend open and in doubling down in Tempe, Arizona. It was unforgettable. <laughs> oh yeah, Tempe Friedellas, yeah. <laughs> Tempe Friedellas. <laughs> That's the new vegan. Oh god! But all well, the servers had to wear dress blues, and it was in Tempe. <laughs> and I'll Jesus tell you, in those summer Christ. days, they were dropping like flies. It was a bad idea. Oh. Oh my God! You how quickly would a would a brick and mortar shop be destroyed <laughs> by a group of veterans? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, especially in Tempe, just, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's, trying to think of the worst acronym for PTSD <laughs> with me. <laughs> Port- <laughs> Try our portobello. Get your Tempe, Tempe sauerkraut, <laughs> <laughs> jelly Jesus. sandwich. Oh my God! The portobello Tempe sauerkraut deli. <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay. Well, there may be military some, some, discounts on the sandwich. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh there my may God. be some serious editing around that one, <laughs> but um, some serious no, XM. I, I, <laughs> I think. I think. I think what we should do is we should we should um, take a minute. L- l- why don't we take a quick break? Why don't we? Why don't we get our thoughts together? We'll come up with a like, just something that. W- you know, and go deep. Like, so we're not breaking f- for a week. We're just coming up with it. Yeah, right now. Yeah. And, whatever okay. time frame wow. we need All when right. we want to come back to this and, and go deep. I mean, it can be emotional. It can be funny. It can be whatever it is, but something that you feel as if you never said to the person that you've wanted to get off the chest that I'm sorry for, or what have you. 
And uh, we'll do that. And then in the meantime, let's uh, listen to some stand-up comedy, uh, some live comedy. Uh, and uh, this comic, holy shit, do we love. Whenever this comic would come to the Grolics, it was always such a good time. Uh, a good friend of ours. A- everybody loves him. Please uh, enjoy Dave Ross. And when we come back, uh, we're going to apologize for some shit. It's been such a crazy crazy holidays for me it all happened this year it all boiled over and uh and literally this happened to me this year i told my dad my childhood was fucked up and he said sorry what what the fuck that doesn't happen fucking ever Ever, ever. And it happened Christmas morning. I don't know what happened to me. I was just like, Dad! And he was like, we'll listen. What? He listened to me the whole time, received it. My mom tried to interject, and he was like, let him talk. (laughs) My dad became a listener? What the fuck is going on? This only happens in Michael Bay movies. Right at the end, the world is going to blow up, and then the dad's like, actually, I'll blow up. Uh, And I'm doing it for my son. And then every grown man in the theater starts crying. Because all we want is for our dad to give us the football or whatever, you know? (laughs) My dad apologized. What the fuck? That's insane. I'm not okay with it, quite frankly. That's not okay with me. You're, I, my, this is, you're, I need this. My entire identity is you're fucked up. Now you're better? So what the fuck? So now every time I'm a dick, it's my fault? This is bullshit, man. It's been crazy. I literally, I, it literally, I, his, it's uh, such a crazy feeling I never thought I would have. I've been walking around just like feel like just being like, I think I'm a fucking superhero now. What do I do? I guess I buy clothes that fit. I don't know. <laughs> do I drive like a fast car? This is fucking weird. <laughs> uh, man, I also, my mother, man, I, I was like weeping and I told them, I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is literally changing my life right now. And my mom goes, oh, that's nice. <laughs> She had the same reaction to me having a life-changing event as to when we get a Christmas card from Aunt Mary. (laughs) It's nice. Hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we are back. And through the magic of podcasting, actually really hasn't been all... <laughs> It's minutes later. Yeah, it's minutes I later. I mean, not minutes. We took a little bit of time. We we still we retreated magic. for a minute, and yeah. but but it's still, still magic. A time jump. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we all came back because we were we messaged each other and we had an idea. We we all said we had an idea of what we were going to talk about. So I don't need to ask if you all did the challenge. I know you're about to. Um, but uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to start it off? Mm. Uh, Come on. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. Andrew, and yeah. I'm excited. Like I said, I shouldn't say that because it's chance he's something he wants to apologize for. So excitement may, may be the wrong thing, Adam. I don't want Definitely the wrong term, for you sure. Just yeah. to, you just want to hear another horrible story from my, my youth? Yes, because we always learn something new about you and these. Man, okay, you go I was going to so. apologize. That, I was actually going to uh, hearken back that, that far to my uh, terrible teenage days. But. <laughs> I decided not to. I thought of something else. Then, and there was, boy, just a like you described it, a superstore of things to choose from. <laughs> and uh, yeah, boy, 
It was like a kid in a candy store. What do I apologize for? It was hard to hard to choose just one thing. Uh, Guess I'll get the everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> the everlasting sob stopper. Oh, he yeah. beat me to it. Oh. It was right there, you fucking dipshit. Tepe five. Just a battle at the rim. Battle of the bigs crashing those boards right there. Okay. Uh, I was very late, though. I mean, the ball had already been well rebounded by the yeah. point that I was jumping. Um, so I was thinking, I also wanted to think of something that, you know, apologizing directly to the person might be kind of weird because I think the best apologies would be said directly to a person, not spoken onto a podcast. So tag him, I, I tag him that online. My apology. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hashtag, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I if think you could rate and review and subscribe as well, that'd be nice. I think we all agree, like choosing an appropriate story that that is, you know, is good for this. That's that's yeah. That's, so yeah. it's something without mentioning any specific names. I'm not interested in, <laughs> in in that. But so I thought back to there was a period in my life, as I'm sure both of you will remember, where I uh, became divorced. And after I was divorced, I was single for the first time in a very long time. And Ron's giving me a very incredulous look like he doesn't think any of this is true. Ron, I did get divorced. It happened. Um, <laughs> I got. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably. Can we see some paperwork on this, Andrew? I think, I don't... He's, I think he's probably uh, taking issue with the phrase became divorced. <laughs> became divorced. Uh, like it's something that happened to you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you pick it up from a dirty banister and, um, sorry, I got divorced there. Uh, yeah. It just yeah. sounds. The staircase that love threw you down. <laughs> it, it sounds, <laughs> yes. Uh, I was thrown down the love staircase rather brusquely. Um, I got divorced. Yeah. And then there was a period after that where I was single and, where I was not interested in a new relationship because I just gotten divorced, and that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of rebounds, and but I was not interested. I, uh, but I was like uh, having relationships with people. Um, you became related to people, yes, <laughs> like a new uncle. <laughs> oh, there, I was having relationships with people. I did there. not say becoming in a relationship. Um, I didn't even leap at him. The ball was sitting on the rim. I just was in awe that he put it there, and you had the guts to break the glass on it. All right. No, I was in relationships with people where, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, friends with benefits, fuck buddies, whatever. And in some of these cases, it was a situation where the other person wanted to be in a relationship uh, but I did not want to be in a relationship. And I conveyed that. I wasn't like lying to the person. I was like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. But I knew as, you know, as a, anyone with intuition uh, yeah. knows like, oh, this person wants more than this. And right. I'd be like, yeah, but I told them that I didn't want a relationship. So I'm good. I'm cool. And so we'd keep this up. And I feel and I regret that because it was like emotionally irresponsible uh, of of me, I what I should have done is is say you know what since I don't want a relationship like I we should just like be friends and not even do anything with that person. I think you have that responsibility with someone when you're sleeping. Do you with feel them, like there's a, like, is there one? I, you don't have to mention names, but is there one particular person that you know that it it hurt their feelings that you that you left kind of behind when you decided to move on and not. I don't even know if it hurt their feelings, but it is a case of like, this person wants more of a relationship than I want. And they, you know, and I've did they tell you that? Yeah. And it's like, and I've, and it was like, I wasn't hiding it. Like I said, I wasn't like, well, let's just see what happens. You know, I was like, oh, well, I don't want a relationship. But at the same time, if you know that they do that, and it's, it's like my friend Drew, she had a great term uh, for this that she said. Uh, it's like treating people like a sex ATM where you're like, I want sex from this person and Mm -hmm. they're cool with it. So I'll just like make a withdrawal from this like sex ATM. And it's like a poor way to treat people. And, um, and I think, you know, like it's something that I regret and I wish that I had, uh, you know, it's like, all right, yeah, we get it. You're like sad and single, but you can be sad and single without 
uh, driving over other people's emotions, you know? So, right. Yeah. Right. I'd like to apologize to, to those people. Yeah. And there was more than one. Yep. There's more than one. Damn. Well, that's very nice. That of is you. a noble I, that's thing. Very, that's the, and I think you're right. I think that's like the ideal way to be is a good man, as you describe that. But yeah. I do think you could also <laughs> forgive yourself a little bit. I mean, if you were honest with the person and said, I'm hurting because I've got divorced and I'm not looking for a relationship, and they still are like, well, I am, so I'll see if this is a bluff or not. It is a little bit on them to not yeah you're kind of in that but i but i do think i I can i can see both like i I can see it's a very gray area because there i i do understand though that you felt as if there was some onus on you to you knew it's like i have control to to be a good person i can like not i could have been like okay like i i don't feel good about the different uh levels of emotional engagement we have in this so i can like not do it i don't have yeah, to like use this person yeah. like a sex atm for sure for sure and you can tell when someone's like into you and you're like i'm not feeling this yeah, yeah. i i think uh I, I i that's a very tough line that that it feels like single people uh at varying stages of their individuality struggle with there's going to obviously be single people who have been single for some period of time and are looking for relationships but are also crazy craving physical interaction and having sex and whatever and then there's the people who are new who are just out and about and are just looking for that so i think you're obviously there's a no you know you were being kind and being in giving the disclaimer that you didn't want a relationship but i i can understand feeling a little bad about that but yeah that's that's a tough one um well uh, well say it andrew say i'm sorry oh i did i did uh but no, yeah. just <laughs> say it make it I'm fucking sorry. official <laughs> i'm sorry and i apologize to uh, to anyone to who falls into that category yeah because well, maybe even i missed a person maybe there was somebody who you know, they were like, that's a good one. Do you, and I hope, you know, I, uh, Adam, what about you? What about you? What's your going to be your um, story here? Well, I was thinking about it. And, and so when I was in high school, we were very um, good about not drunk driving. We knew that was a thing one shouldn't do. And we but by good, we meant whoever was designated driving would just smoke weed. but one time i was designated driving and we were going out to a party and i like was got caught up in the moment and i just like drank at the party and i didn't really hang out with the friends i was driving and but i was like fuck it i'll be fine and i got pretty drunk and i continued to quote unquote designated drive everyone home um but i was drunk and i remember i dropped off one friend like right at 14th and steel right by colfax and then i turned on to colfax and I hit this homeless man and he crashed into the curb and I saw blood come out of his head and I just kept going. And I've never admitted that to anyone. <laughs> Is this a bit you're doing to us? That's completely made up. I just made that up right then and there. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. My heart was racing. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You bought it? Oh, uh... I... I was like, dude, don't tell. What are you doing? You're admitting a full out crime on this. This is going to boost. I thought you guys already know I was bullshitting as soon as I said I hit the guy. No, no, no. Well, uh, that didn't work at all. I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. No, holy no, shit. I thought it. I thought it was serious. You told it like a serious story. Well, well, that's, I was I gotta, like, I got to sell the line. We are about to get a big bump. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. No, no. That didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I uh, had to take a crack, see if I could fool you guys. Even the drunk that's... driving part, I was like, wow, that's pretty shitty. <laughs> and that, my friends, is act. And then the vehicular no. manslaughter? Oh, my right. God. Right, right, right. Um, well, no, but I will I will go with something I'm actually <laughs> sincerely apologetic for. This is not a lie. Uh, yeah, lying to your friends uh, on the podcast. How about you start yeah, with that? Yeah, maybe you do Jeez. that now because I put my heart into that story. <laughs> and I'd like to say I'm sorry to you, Ben. And I'm sorry to you, Andrew. <laughs> I don't okay, forgive ben, you. your turn. Okay. Your turn, Ben. No. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. <laughs> that was insane. This is sort of... That was... <laughs> <laughs> I really... I really... 
I was I should have let it go it. further. I should have let it go further, but I was expecting you guys to just fucking die laughing as soon as like Adam oh didn't my kill god, a guy. I bought Dude, some, like, can you imagine if we laugh? You're the child <laughs> of a lawyer, Adam. This is the like not your so dad would be having I a hit heart out attack. in the Caribbean for three months, and my yeah. dad cleaned it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just tell your damn story. Oh my god. Asshole. Holy shit. <laughs> my god. I'm sorry. Um okay, well now you guys aren't going to give a fuck cuz you're going to have no like No, no, no. I, t- I still give a fuck. I'm still going to be uh, one, I'm still going to be thinking about this like what if he said it? What if it was true? And, and this is 100% our reactions. True. <laughs> yeah, and then he and I, decided and I, <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is true and you guys know it's true i wrote about this in my book so it's not crazy secret but like when college i got very depressed and i was sort of suicidal and i was in a bad place for the first two years of college and truthfully i just i would do so many drugs i would drink really really hard and i would vandalize mm-hmm. like crazy and I had other friends that did it and we thought it was very funny and it was just like howling at the moon. In hindsight, I realized it's very entitled rich kid shit and it's like ugly behavior. You're just at a liberal arts school getting drunk, destroying shit. Mm-hmm. And it culminated in like me shattering the president of the university's office window. I broke it. I got caught and I they had to... Um, I had to go to like mandatory psychological counseling. I had to do 50 hours community service. I had to pay all the damage. I had to leave campus because I was considered a threat to campus. And so I had to live off campus for a month and like missed finals. And so my grades all dipped because I couldn't have the final score. They wouldn't let me take it. It was an ugly mess. (laughs) And I almost got expelled and I came out of it and I needed to like help. And I went to a lot of therapy and I got better. And the last two years of my collegiate existence were a lot happier. Um, But I think I've often portrayed it. And people who were my friends kind of thought it was funny. And I was kind of like proud of it because it's like, yep, I didn't. I was just kind of a tortured bad boy. And like I've kind of played it off like um, like it was funny or cool. And I just I've like so over it. I'm just like deeply ashamed of it. And I did so much more than I've told people because it was like every fucking weekend I was doing this shit. And so I don't know. I've always felt really, really shitty about it because it's just like, what an asshole. And I was just the kid down the hall who was like a dark cloud hanging over him, but then also going out and like wrecking the community for other people. And and like, especially the fact that you were able to come back to school you were you were ultimately forgiven and given another chance you uh, have been canceled bud yeah Big well time. it was, it, it was ugly gonna, behavior yeah. well no i mean i mean more that that if you weren't a white wealthy kid at that time you could have ended up in jail you could have ended up uh yeah it you was know, certainly illegal behavior cops if they yep. had caught you in the act and yeah a hundred percent dude yeah hundred percent and it was, you know, on this safe little ivy colored college campus. So it wasn't like it was public safety versus actual police officers. But yes, your point is exactly right. I, I, I mean, I want to I only say that because I have so many stories from my teenage years of doing horrible things that I got caught for uh, by the cops mm-hmm. that I was not shot. I was not tasered. I was helped in a lot of those situations and purely because I, I you know, I, 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 the, my, I, I, not purely, I would say 90% because of my skin color, you know, that, that I was not deemed an immediate threat. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I, I'm sure I benefit from that in some way. I feel um, guilt about, I know I feel guilt about that. Like when I see shit happen, I'm like, how the fuck, you know, people like, you know, I don't know. Like when I, I'm not trying to make like some social stand and hijack your story, but no, I feel fine. that. No, but I feel that as well. Yeah. Well, and, and again, mine was, like I said, in the relatively safe confines of this campus where I don't even think the police patrolled it. The, the public safety would call the police. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, rent a cops would call the actual cops if it got to that point, which it did that night that I almost got expelled. Um, but again, there I was just like, all right, let's get this kid home. I got I went back to my dorm room and went to sleep and woke up the next morning and was like, OK, you got to go to like meet with the deans and shit. You're in a lot of trouble. <clears throat> but I guess I just like 
really view it now. And I know I was in a dark place, but it was also like selfish and destructive. And I'm just like, sorry for it. <laughs> I wish it hadn't happened. It's an ugly chapter of my life. So if I ever gave the impression to anyone that I thought I was cool or, you know, a bad boy, I'm like, I'm completely the opposite way. And I, I think I was a, a guy who needed some help behaving in a really ugly fashion for about two years. Well, I mean, I think that that's a, I, I think we'd be hard pressed to find a lot of, you know, that age is so, I feel like it's so fucking confusing and fucked up and I, 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 I relate to it and I understand the feeling of guilt to that for sure. I mean, I grew up to become a guy who would lie about killing a homeless man drunk to his friends. <laughs> I think you can see I'm a torture. The damage guy. is done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of vandalized me and Ben's minds. It's like you yeah. just like spray painted on our brain. Yeah, I and think I you threw a trash can through the window of my soul earlier. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty more like that on my new podcast, Mind Vandal, uh, with ACA. Mind trash Vandal, can through the yeah. window of my soul. The uh, uh, Semisonic second album, not Adam Caton. Yeah, like Shrimp was the lead singer of the second yeah. album. So, check out Adam Caton Holland's new sci-fi show. Adam Caton Holland, Mind Vandal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's my sincere apology. Well, and I'm sorry to anyone at Wesleyan University from 98 to 2000. I was terror of Wesleyan campus. It is funny how your <laughs> attitudes change. I found towards vandalism, like growing up, I also vandalized a lot of shit. I had a tagging phase that I was arrested for multiple times. <laughs> and even still, I, I like graffiti art. Like when you see graffiti yeah. art i like it it's it's cool you see a mural you see i like it i think it adds to a city um i think it's awesome oh, but like vandalism where it's just like d either destroying something or just like drawing some your stupid tag on somebody's trash can or something it just like makes me sad now it just like it's it even it's even transcended like making me angry and just like how sad. This is just like sad to me that you, you just why do you, that do you realize you're like, money? that's some teenager going through his destructive phase. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, just like the compulsion to like be so desperate to like leave your mark on this world that you'll like kick somebody's fence slats out or something in the middle of the night. It just, I don't know. Yeah. It just makes me sad. Yeah, it's a. Um, All right, well, now totally, to the totally. main I, event. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's exactly it, though. It's like you want to be noticed, you want to be heard, and, it, and it'll be even if it was like for negative shit. Yeah. That's the, that's the headspace you're in. You're like, I mean, you're, I, not, you're I, not liking me for positive shit? Okay, cool. Then I'll do some negative shit. There's You'll a lot me of then. reasons why a lot of those insane crimes happen in very bland suburbia. Uh, you know, a lot of the and it's because tr standing out in those places is extremely difficult when everybody is striving for the same thing and looks and is encouraged to be very similar. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, and there's also I, a narcissism of wanting to stand out. So exactly, badly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I resent the fact that Andrew called mine the main event. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was your challenge, and you know, I just. <laughs> And as a veritable <laughs> overflowing cornucopia at Grief Stable that I've brought uh, various fruits of my labor, uh, I, I mean, for me, the toughest part about this when I stepped away is finding one that I feel appropriate. I have uh, more guilt than I can uh, that I care to. I. I I, there are things I'll just never talk about that I've decided that even with steps that it's best that I don't dredge them up and I would prefer not to. Uh, and especially in like a public over forum a like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even coming up with a story like that and scaring the hell out of your friends. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a good actor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you're, that's your apology. Sorry, I'm a good actor. I Sorry, can't help actor. it. <laughs> um, I this one is one that I've wanted to apologize uh, to this person for a long time. I they have said in the past uh, that they listen to this podcast, so I don't know if they're listening. I will just say their first name. Uh, I won't give their last name. But um, when I first came, uh, I I moved here from Maine, as a, a lot of our listeners know. And I, but before I moved, I came to visit several times. Uh, I probably came actually just a few times, like three times. I came to visit before I moved here. And at that time, 
I was in a very bad spot. I was, my anxiety was out of control. I was drinking and doing pills and I was a mess. And the first time I came out, my buddy Dan was living with a, a couple people he had met that were from, that were going to see you Boulder. And we weren't college kids. I mean, who you, but Dan was dating one of them. Her name was Margaret and she was, or Maggie, she was super wonderful human being. Uh, when I would come to visit, she would let me crash on their floor. Uh, and be, we became friends. Um, and then the last time that I came out, I was in a particularly bad spot and, uh, I started drinking, I had taken a greyhound out with a friend of mine, which is like having a fever dream all the way across the country. <laughs> it's insane. And we got here and we started drinking and I lost my shit. I, uh, it started in the it's afternoon. The altitude, dude. You got to pace yourself. Yeah. Have a water Yeah. Every foot of elevation got right in my brain, and I fucking lost my shit. We were in the backyard, me and my buddy Dan, and her parents were visiting from New Mexico, I, I believe. They had come up to visit their daughter at college, and here is this maniac just piece of shit kid and I'm sure in a jersey and baggy clothing <laughs> with piercings and bad tattoos. Pants My jersey? ducks will never Pants die. Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like the, the the like fucking shitty like generic ones you'd get at oh, Walmart yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. uh I lose my shit. Dan and I, my buddy Dan, get into an argument. I throw a chair at them. They're all appalled. Uh, the parents are there? Yeah. Oh, they're wow. in the house, and I'm fucking screaming in the backyard. Um, so Dan was like, we got to get him out of here. So they took me to another party where I got drunk, was get more drunk, got uh, drank more, and passed out on the lawn. Uh, and woke to the cops. Sorry to laugh. <laughs> These are my friends I'm with are so fed up. This is how bad my behavior the old, was. The party dump. <laughs> yeah, I passed out on the lawn. And uh, the old fucking Belgrade made lawn gnome, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I passed out on the front fucking lawn. My own friends, when the cop pulled up because I'm in passed out on the lawn, were like, get him out of here. And they took me to detox in Boulder I had no idea where I was. I, I don't know Boulder. They took me there. Uh, I was in detox and then they let me out to smoke a cigarette. And the way they would do that is they would make me take off my shoes so that I didn't leave. But then I just ran from it with no <laughs> in shoes hindsight, on. The Boulder police had definitely yeah. reevaluated the, yeah. uh, the shoeless... I ran from it system. and I somehow managed after walking around for a while to find my way back to Margaret's apartment. And I started knocking on the door because that's where my bag was. And then I heard Margaret and from upstairs, like open the window and be like, go away. And I was like, my stuff is here. I don't have anywhere to go. And she was like, I don't care. You can't come here. And they ended up calling the police. The police showed up. Oh, no. And made me fucking leave. So I walked around Boulder. Um, and then the next day, uh, I woke up. I eventually found another apartment somehow of another group of friends from Maine. And one person agreed to let me in that had been at that party. They were like, we can't leave them out in the cold. So they let me crash on the couch. And the next morning, I had to get my stuff. Her parents... I didn't, they wouldn't look at me. She, I, my friendship with her was never the same. I ended up moving to Colorado and we were never really friends after that. Um, it was, uh, and I've always felt extremely guilty that, that I sucked them up into the jet wash of like me losing my shit at that time. And uh, so I've always wanted to apologize to her because she was such a gracious, kind nice human being and at that time i was just uh not in a happy good place and they 
were in the blast radius of that just and so i've always wanted to apologize so i don't know if she's listening or not but uh, my apologies to her and her family for for how i behaved when i was younger and and if i had scared them at that time uh and you know i understand if they never forgave me for it or whatever but but uh yeah uh, you know i joke a lot about my past with drinking um because some of it is funny. Some of addiction is fucking hilarious. I mean, I've made... You've got great bits about it. Yeah, I've written two full albums on it. Uh, but uh, some of it is terribly sad, and I will never put any of that away. Because that's not who I am as a person. I don't believe I'm that person. I'd, you know... Well, uh, I hope that totally those people... Changed your you've totally yeah. changed your life. I do have one quick question on your story. When you were walking yeah. around Boulder barefoot in the middle of the night... Did you hear the semisonic classic closing time playing in your head? Because I mean, I that's what I heard at that when time. You were, it was called the, when you were no, describing no, it, called, it. That's what no, no, I no, heard. Just, just, it was called Last Call. I heard Last Call. If that's what you're talking about by Supersonic, it was a song I made up in my head. Last wow, Call. Listen. Open up all the, my windows. I'm coming in to get my shit. Last Call. I'm gonna throw a fucking chair at you if you don't. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, no, you I don't didn't... have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I want to do more of this. There's been, as you know, and part of the reason why I bring this up is, uh, I've been fairly quiet about it. I am, uh, getting separated from my, my, my wife right now after 19 years. Um, You're it becoming is becoming separated. I'm becoming separated. Um, but it is a it, the, the <laughs> unfortunate, it's amicable, and it's a and it's a mutual decision on both our parts. It's just been a long time, but a lot of that is that shit that I can't go back and fix, and and I can't apologize away. I've said more apologize apologies lately than I think I've, uh, you know, and uh, I think this is just a period I'm going through. So I I, I appreciate you both uh, going down this road. Uh, with me and, I, I, and i'll ask you time do a little psychic spring cleaning right yeah <laughs> i want to ask you about this uh is this something you think you'll do again apologize to someone probably not well but no no it no, was no. fun to try no just kidding no i mean try go to run back, a sweet bit that back. your friends don't understand because you're too advanced of an actor <laughs> and they're really believing it so hook line and sinker <laughs> And their comedic skills are clearly dulled through the pandemic, so they're not following you on this fun riff. Well, it helped that you only got four hours of sleep. So the image that we have of you right now, you look (laughs) kind of like a man that is haunted by running over a person. Ron, Ron, is it? Is it possible to interrupt this with an earnestness horn, please? How you burn? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Will, will you? Do you think that this is step number eight of the Al-Anon thing of of going back and making amends for something you did in the past? Is this something you think that you would do again? I mean, absolutely. It feels very good to apologize. I'm glad that that's out there to the general public. I wonder, Ben, having gone through, you know, this legitimately, do you get a sense of going to that person face to face and saying, I'm sorry for what I did? Is that I mean, that's a whole different experience. I think it's a two part thing for me. I know like right now with what I'm going through there, there's uh, with with my separation, I I I do think. Uh, there is also a part of it of of creating some distance from that person, apologizing, saying it, and then giving them the space to decide, uh, you know, sure. what what level of relationship they want to have with you. Um, and yeah, that's so, a very good point. I think it's yeah. not fair when people apologize and then they they're like, I apologize, and they're still mad at me. That's so fucked up. It's like, no, no, they can be mad at you for as long as they want for even the rest yeah, of totally. their life. They don't totally. It's not like a magic spell that you put on them. No, I'm really glad you said that because I think any listeners out there who are like, I'd like to apologize to the person or like, don't expect anything in return. Right. That's a really, that's a really great. It's just uh, an acknowledgement that you, that you see that you screwed something up. I think people have to understand with this that it's more for providing some closure for something that to, for that other person that they may have been chewing on. Like, was I crazy to be upset about that or whatever? Um, well, and and truthfully, like to the point of this episode, it does also feel good even. And I think probably that's why Chris Gethard has that great show, Beautiful Anonymous. But it's like to sort of just 
get it off your chest, even if it's not to that person. I think this did feel good. I I I was sincere for the second part of my apology, and that felt very good to just like say it. I don't yeah. for whatever reason. Also, I think yeah. culturally, like people, it's generally not that fashionable to apologize. There's like this. Uh, especially on like the world of social media where it's like, no, no, don't apologize. Don't even acknowledge that you said anything wrong. Just like keep, just keep moving on. If you apologize, people will like, will dogpile it and it'll become this whole other thing. So just like, don't apologize for it. And apologizing is actually like really easy as long as you can just like be open to doing <laughs> and sincere. it. It's yeah, it's not. It's it's and and the more you do it, I think the easier it gets. And I think uh, I think it's just good uh, in general. Even if like, even if you have like an inkling that like maybe I hurt that person's feelings. Like, how hard is it to just apologize? And maybe they'll be like, Oh no, you didn't hurt my feelings. It's cool. It was just like a misunderstanding. Oh great. Well, that isn't that. So it's so easy. And never underestimate the greatest apology that you can do, probably more profound than saying it to them, is to fucking change. Like, just <laughs> do something. If you're a fucking asshole, just do something different. Like, you know, if you truly feel bad about it, that's what I'm trying to do and I've tried to do. And I know you, we, like, we're trying to do with this podcast is trying to change things uh, to, to, uh, to shore up shortcomings. Well, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we, ben, <laughs> good challenge, Ben. We love you. I think this is a yeah, good, good, uh, good episode for sure. Can't, Unfortunately, yes. we have we Can't have become we have become ended. The challenge has become <laughs> the, the episode the has ended. become ended. The episode has uh, become ended. But I want to say. Ended. Temper Fidelis, Fidelis to you both. Tempe Fidelis. Uh, uh, to, to our listeners, if you want to just get it off your yeah. chest, send us an apology. We'll we'll t- we'll say we'll read we'll them on the air. We'll, no, just kidding. And tell, and tell your names. Uh, but also, too, if you feel like uh, if you if you feel like it's something publicly you want to share or whatever, obviously appropriate. Uh, you know, you can tweet at us. You can uh, yeah. And as Adam said, send us messages. Uh, and also uh, for a Patreon subscription. Subscribers, you know, feel free to send us anything like that or post. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you t- both taking this journey with me. I know it got a little heavy at points. I know we had to sound the earnestness, uh, the <laughs> horn. And I don't like. Well, I don't use that sparingly. Uh, like yeah. I don't I use mean, that liberally. Honestly, I, I we probably should have started the episode with it. Uh, but yeah. No, 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 no. I thought it was very funny that Adam made up a story about hitting a homeless man. <laughs> anyway, why don't we do this? Why don't we? <laughs> Why don't we take a, a quick break, listen oh, to some boy. stand-up comedy. This is kind of a classic from our vaults, from our live show, and we had a live show at The Bug, and hopefully will once again very soon. This is Omaha's own Ryan De La Garza, and when we come back, we're going to tell you what next episode's challenge is. I, I like working out because it's the only time that adults can make dinosaur noises and nobody gives them shit for it. You know, like... <laughs> What are you doing, man? You doing some bicep curls? No. I'm getting Velocirript. All right. Some puns. This is the pun side. Cool. I, I just love dinosaurs. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, speaking of dinosaurs, my parents are cool. Uh, they, they were convinced before I was born that I was going to be a female, and, uh, and that's cool. That's fine. They, they had already named me Sarah. Um, which is a beautiful name, I think. And sometimes I wonder, like, how my life would be different if I had been named Sarah, if I had been born female. Like, I wonder about it, I think about it, maybe my life would be better, maybe I'd have an amazing dinosaur-themed T-shirt shop. I don't know. Call it Buy Sarah's Tops. Why not? Come on, if, if you guys saw that, you'd be like, clever girl. Clever girl. We are back. What a fun episode this was. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to plug something coming up. April 2nd and April 3rd, I will be at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins. And tickets are limited, so get those quickly. But listen, you got a little bit of time to get those tickets. What you don't have 
is a lot of time to see Ben Roy this weekend. Ben, tell him about oh, it. Oh, Adam. <laughs> well, that's the you nicest thing. You, uh, you, you. I'll be fine. Okay, this is Ben's well, moment. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I am, uh, am going to be recording my fourth live stand-up album uh, this Friday and Saturday at Comedy Works South. I'm doing it for the fine folks at 800 Pound Gorilla Records. I want to put out a new album, so, and, I, and, I, and I'd love to have you all there. So go to ComedyWorks.com. Get your tickets now. They are going fast. And I uh, hope to uh, see your shining faces in the crowd. Watch Ben <laughs> record that album. Be a part of comedy history. And I have Thank a vested you. interest because I wrote I wrote like 75% <laughs> of Ben's jokes. So it's I, fun for me to see how Adam, they land. You're, you're, uh, you have <laughs> so an, you me have and an ben NDA. Are I made Ben's you sign an NDA. You are in violation I mean, of Ben's on NDA. the stage, but you know what? Anyway, listen. More to the point, we're also on stereo. If you like what you're getting here in this podcast, we're on the stereo app every Tuesday at 1030 Mountain Time, which is 930 Pacific and what, 1230 on the East Coast? I can't keep track. 1030 Mountain Time. We do a little fun, uh, well, we call it gab and ass sometimes, although if I'm there, we've renamed it to Picasso Studio, Ben, you're not aware of that probably. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were doing a renaming thing with each person. Follow it's it's only when Ben comedy. isn't there. <laughs> when you're not there, it's Picasso Studio, and uh, you never know what you're going to get. So follow Grolix Comedy on the Stereo app, and every Tuesday at 1030, you can come along and just have a little mini pod with us totally. and ask us questions and talk with us in real time. We also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash... Grolic saves. Uh, we have outtakes from this episode. If you want to see our honest reactions to Adam's uh, insane fake story, we also have a pod <laughs> within a pod called Boy Crazy, where we rank the hunk worthiness of <laughs> of uh, uh, hunks of people. yesteryear. Be, yeah, yeah, all, yesteryear. all different, all different people. Uh, we're giving away coffee mugs, stickers, more. Uh, you can also get a birthday shout out. We have a. Easter basket crop of birthday shout outs. Uh, yeah, this here. is crazy. A lot of people's lot parents of were birthdays. boning in June, late June boners. <laughs> so I got here, an idea. I got an idea. I'll say whose birthday it is and we'll say happy birthday. And then Ben, you say the first thing that pops into your head that you want to give them for this their birthday. Okay. So oh. we'll, we'll go Ben first, then Andrew, then Ben, then Andrew. So Ben, this one's for you. I'm going to say happy birthday to this person and, and you just shout out what you think we should get them. Okay, cool. So uh, I think this is a screen name but happy birthday low pan what are uh, they getting ben uh 1976 dodge dart okay yeah You'll be on the yeah. lookout for that low pan. yeah we'll one of those cars that people would donate to npr you know what i mean but we're gonna oh, yeah. get you one yeah dope gift okay well this guy just turned 40 i can relate happy birthday chris brumbaugh andrew what are we getting chris brumbaugh i mean i know what you want when you just turn 40 uh we're gonna rent a bounce house front yard bounce house Full size. Yeah. <laughs> all, all right. See if those 40-year-old knees can handle the old uh, the old bounce house. I like Chris, it. Chris, you can expect that soon. If it doesn't happen within two weeks, email us. We will fix that. Let's just keep these going. Uh, a very happy birthday to Nick DeMond. Ben, what do you get Nick DeMond? A uh, full palette of six by eight particle board. Okay, and oh. I think this is the gift that keeps on giving because <laughs> you can really you could make a ramp, you could make a shanty, you could do whatever you want with this stuff. So great gift, very yeah. creative, and it's sort of a choose your own adventure for Nick. Finally, this guy's kind of a personal hero of the of all three of us. We love him. We're so happy that it's his birthday, Andrew. What are you getting, Will Hancock, the oh, man boy. who has everything? What do you, yeah, what do you get, the guy who has everything? <laughs> My gosh. Well, Will's actually my neighbor, so Will, if you ever want to come over and throw axes in the backyard, hit me up. Hit me yeah. up. Dude, let's axe do it. throwing sesh with Andrew Orvidal. Happy <laughs> wow, birthday, Will. Wow, that's one that... <laughs> Anytime. That, that, uh, the last auction we did for my son's uh, school, that fetched a fair price, axe throwing <laughs> with Andrew. Uh, Happy birthday to all of those people on our Patreon. Thanks for supporting us, and we support you through great gifts, which guaranteed will be there within the week, and email us if they don't. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast for free anywhere that you go and get your podcast, uh, you know, and don't forget, tell people, maybe you can apologize to a friend by sending them a link to this episode. I'm sorry, bruh. Enjoy the gift of laughter, you know? <laughs> also, uh, give us a follow and say hello on Twitter and Instagram at Grolix Comedy. Reach out. Tell us what you're sorry about. You want to air your laundry? Put it on our clothesline. We'd love to see it out there. <laughs> well said, my friend. And this episode
episode as well as every episode would not be possible with our super producer, Oath Keeper apologist, Ron Doyle. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> with him or without do. him? I think you meant without him, but it wouldn't be possible with him. <laughs> Is that I, what I said? I think so, but I don't well, care. I like it. I don't care. You know, it's sometimes what you mean comes out. <laughs> I do believe they call that Freudian. <laughs> Our theme music is by the penitent Charlie Continental. Ooh, penitent. Yeah. Penitent like Charlie. What are we going to do next episode? Oh, Great this... question. Glad you asked. And I'll answer that question with a question for you two. How you guys dumping? <laughs> oh, oh, no, what? dude. No, oh, no, yes. no, no, no. And we're bringing in heavy hitter Ian Carmel. So do not miss that episode. Wow. I, I do not want to know. So what this is. Actually, I'm very excited to know what that is. So uh, the quickest way to get there is by saying, play us out, Charlie. Charlie.